the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. A good Friday to you. The speed with which Fridays arrive is breathtaking indeed. I don't remember the last time I was as... I don't even know if the word worried is accurate. Truly disturbed to the depths of my soul, that would be more accurate than I am about the communist takeover of Canada. I never use words hyperbolically. I didn't think Trudeau was a communist till I saw what he did, and then I looked it up, and sure enough, the man considers China to be an ideal, ideally run country, and he had only magnificent praise for Fidel Castro. The Prime Minister of Canada is a communist. He's a communist morally, not just economically. See, people think communism is an economic system. It's a system of cruelty. It's a system of tyranny. It's a system of barbarity. And in all those contexts, Justin Trudeau qualifies. Not not odd, he, he was raised by Pierre Trudeau, presumably, who, if not a communist, was a fellow traveler. Canada has become a bad country, do you understand? If there's such a thing as a bad country, are there a lot of nice Canadians? There's no bad country in the history of the world that didn't have nice people in it. That is meant literally. There are nice people in every bad country, just as there are bad people in every nice country. But as a country, Canada, right this moment, is a bad country. Really bad. It is moving toward Cuban-like, Mao-like repression of its own citizens. And this is the amazing thing. Every poll seems to suggest that the people of Canada are fully supportive of their communist prime minister. That's the most disturbing. That's what happens when you have a country that is prosperous, free, and stands for relatively nothing for generations. Can you name anything Canada stood for? Canada stood for, well, you all remember that? Hey, we got to dig up the, uh, the Charles Krauthammer piece. Remember that? I'll never forget it. I had Charles Krauthammer on. It's a little silly to say before he died, but he sadly died prematurely. He was on the show periodically. We had a very nice relationship. 
he came to a PragerU event and was the featured speaker right before he got sick. It was a special evening uh, with Charles Krauthammer. I asked him on the on the phone. It was a phone interview on the radio. I I asked him since he grew up in Montreal, what's the biggest difference between Canada and the United States? And he uh, he had a brilliant answer. He said, "What is it? America is founded on." Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I think that's what he said. We'll we'll dig it up for you. It's a very important quote now to play. And Canada, do you remember, Alan? The it's peace. What is it? Uh, no, no, good government. Look it up. The the motto of Canada is something about some very. Uh, uninspiring phrase, peace and, and good government or good order, something like that. And it was, a, it was a very intelligent response. See, if you don't stand for anything and things are going good, you're fine. No problem. I've been to, to nine of the ten, I've spoken in nine of the ten Canadian provinces. I always enjoy my trips to Canada. But if you'd have asked me, what does Canada stand for? I would have said, I have no idea. If you'd ask Canadians, gee, what does Canada stand for? They would probably say, by the way, the elites would say, being not America. The identity of Canadians... I have, I have some experience with Canada and Canadians. So uh, it's, it's actually serving us well right now. For, for many Canadians, the primary identity of Canada or of Canadians is not being American. We're not American. I remember, this is, goes back a long time, when I was a, a young guy traveling around the world, Canadian kids would, would very often drape their backpack with the Canadian flag, and very few other groups did that. That was their way of telling people, I'm not American, I'm, I'm Canadian. And for the elites, that was particularly important. The elites of Canada hated Donald Trump as much as the elites of the United States hated Donald Trump. The ease with which Canada has slid into uh, tyranny, and that's what it is now. I mean, I can't believe it, actually. I don't know of a precedent in the Western world where all of your money is essentially confiscated you cannot pay your rent. You cannot use your credit card because you took part in a nonviolent demonstration. God, if they'd have treated Antifa rioters like this, this country w- would be aghast. 
And by the way, so would I. You don't freeze people's money. You arrest them if you put them on trial if they violated the law. That's one thing. No access to your own money. Emergency laws that were only invoked once before in Canadian history outside of wartime because truckers are are having a a strike. I'm dying to speak to one of the truckers because they haven't they have a very simple answer now. Okay, we're leaving Ottawa. We're just not driving anywhere. That's all. Let let uh, Justin Trudeau deliver your goods. Every trucker in Canada has to join them. You you release these people's money back to them, or you folks uh, don't get uh, the uh, the goods you've you, you've expected from trucks. That that's the only answer. Emergency powers. Well, as I have said now, in the United States, seeing the the abuse of these powers by nothings, truly. I mean, these are all little men, the the Trudeaus and Newsoms of our life. Little men. Get along, men. It's like the guy you know who gets to conduct the, the traffic and it's clear he is reveling in this once-in-a-lifetime power. The, the, the other truckers have to, uh, have to join them. I have to say the CBC, which is quite left, reported quite accurately what is being done to these this people's money. I, I devoted a lot of time yesterday to it. This is the most important story in the world, in my opinion. Canada's movement to a communist tyranny. It's a warning, of course, to other countries. What, is, uh, what Austria has done, the, the massive fines for people who have not vaccinated, the inability to leave their homes, the ease with which countries that were free since World War II and in Canada, hundreds of years, the ease with which they drift into tyranny is sobering. The Dennis Prager Show. Small investors shamed Wall Street by running the price of certain stocks up to the detriment of the big hedge funds. Social media and trading platforms then kept investors from buying that stock. A financial war and a fight for control is being waged against Americans. With all of this volatility, it's never been more important to protect your net worth and own precious metals as part of your portfolio. Nick Rovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has always been fair and honest with my precious metals holdings. With over 40 years experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions. Now, more than ever, it's a good time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. AmFed can show you smart choices which have been proven winners time and time again. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. Hey, everybody. I'd like you to hear Justin Trudeau, the communist leader. 
I never use these terms just to insult or have some catharsis. The man's a communist. Morally, worse than economically, he's a communist. He's a bad human being. That's it. A bad human being is the head of our neighbor to the north. You want freedom? Go to Mexico, not Canada. You ever think you'd you'd hear that? I never thought I'd say it. Here's a Justin Trudeau on Fidel Castro. On behalf of Sophie, our children, and myself, as well as all Canadians, I want to offer our deepest condolences on the death of Fidel Castro to the Castro family and to the people of Cuba. Oh, there's more than that. You don't. You, oh, we, you should hear the whole thing. Sean, if you could find the whole thing, the praise of the man, how he loved his people and all the good that he did. So uh, if you could find the full quote, uh, the rest of it, that would be great. Uh, now, could you play him on China? There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China. Um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, that I find quite interesting. That is so sick. Stephen Harper is the example of, he just said, I envy China's dictatorship and then attributes it to Stephen Harper, the wonderful conservative prime minister of uh, about 10 years ago, even even less. And what is it that he loves about China's ability to do anything they want because they're a dictatorship? Go green. The entire green movement is a form of, of Marxism. It's, it, it is just another excuse for tyranny. There's always an excuse. They never say, give us... Give us the ability to suppress liberty because we, we hate liberty, which the left does, because it means they don't control you. If you're free, they don't control you. They don't control you, they're out of business. So notice that? That was so revealing. Oh, look at that. China can do anything it wants with solar. That was his example of why China is, is better economically. Because they can impose solar and wind. I I tell you, the human condition, you know, well, I've said this line all of my life. Many of you have heard it many times. Because I came to this realization so long ago. I have contempt for humanity and I love people. That's 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 it. That's my life. We have a call here from uh, Toronto. David, hello. How are you, Dennis? Could be could be better. Well, I have to tell you, for the first time in my life as a Canadian, I'm embarrassed by my country, and it's it's really funny because of what I do for a living. 
and what I'm, a project I'm about to undertake. I cannot speak as as uh, public as I'd like to, but I'm just really embarrassed by what's going on because I worry about the, the abuse of power. And one of the things in my life, I've always looked at the Bible, and it's always about don't abuse power, don't abuse power, don't abuse power. And to me, that's exactly what the government has done. And what ends up happening, people who support the government, they always reduce the, the truckers down to be racist and stuff like that. And it just is so disheartening. I can't tell you. I, I, you know, yes, I know you. I know I won't, I won't mention more about you. By the way, it's just a sign of our times that you don't want to indicate specifically who you are and what you do. That is truly a sign of our times. Yeah. And so my obvious question is, my my obvious follow-up question is, do you represent most of your friends and family or not? Uh, It's it's a mixed bag. I think with my my family, I'm definitely, uh, my my politics and my view of life is much more conservative, uh, small c. Uh, And I... Just don't get into discussions with people. It's not it's not worth it at this time because no. I just have to. I, I have I have my group of friends who also hate Trudeau as as, uh, as much as you do. But you know, I have to tell you, many years ago, I, you had a call on your phone on your on your show, and a guy called in. And he says, "What's the most important institution in the United States?" And the answer was the individual. And that sentiment does not exist here. Wow, that's that's profound. Did I say it was that my answer? The individual? No, it was no, it wasn't actually. The, the guy phoned in and asked you what you thought was the most important institution, and then his answer was. Oh was well, the, what, the, what, the, what that, that's the, great. Thank you for remembering that. It's great to hear from you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. To be ashamed of your country is an awful thing. That's a great answer the guy gave. I think I thank David in Toronto. That's right. What is the most important American institution? The individual. They hate individualism. They mock it, the left. The narcissists of the left, the last people in the world who should mock it, but they do. The individual, you're worthless. The community, the group, and most important, the state. Turn in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets. That comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99. For a limited time, with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager or MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. 
like to play for you. Not, I can't uh, I, I read for you. November 26, 2016, the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau today issued the following statement on the death of former Cuban President Fidel Castro. It is with deep sorrow that I learned today of the death of Cuba's longest-serving president. Is that hilarious? Longest-serving president. Because he was an effing dictator. Because there were no elections. Trudeau's a communist, ladies and gentlemen. Just understand that. He's a communist. He, He is Canada's Castro. And Canadians are fine with it. Not all. But in general, no prob. Peace, order, and good government. That's that's the motto. That's it. What do you stand for? Peace, order, and good government. Well, you get peace, order, and good government in 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 a lot of dictatorships. Well, not good, not good government in the sense of moral government, but government that governs. Fidel Castro, by the way, it is with deep sorrow. Everything about that sentence, deep sorrow. I learned of Fidel Castro's death with great joy. Just for the record, Cuba's longest serving president. That that you might as well say that the. Uh, what was Stalin's role? He was Secretary General of the Communist Party. What was he in, in terms of the government? Was he, he wasn't President. He wasn't Prime Minister. What was his governmental title? I mean, I know, I know Communist Russia real well, huh? Wasn't Secretary General? No, Secretary General is of the Communist Party. I, I'd like to know. Imagine, anyway, whatever they would say, ah, with sorrow I learned of Joseph Stalin's death. Soviet Union's longest-serving leader. Fidel Castro was a larger-than-life leader and who served his people, served his people. General Secretary. General Secretary. No, General Secretary is of the Communist Party. That's General Secretary. Oh, of the, of the Central Committee as well? Of the Communist Party. No, of the Communist Party. That's what I said. Yeah. So, but in, 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 in the Soviet Union, you had a president... Uh, like um, uh, uh, Kosygin, mm-hmm. and you had a secretary general, Brezhnev. Right. They theoretically had separate roles. Mm-hmm. They were the same, but they theoretically. So that, but he was head of the government and head of the party. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what his government title was. Secretary general of the party. Fidel Castro was a large, larger than life leader who served his people for almost half a century. A legendary revolutionary and orator, Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and health care of his island nation. This is mind-blowing. While a controversial figure, controversial, uh, man who ruined his country, the man ruined a country that was one of the uh, best educated and wealthiest in Latin America before this guy ruined it. Both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognized his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people. He loved the Cuban people as much as Stalin loved the Russian people. Stalin wasn't Russian, as it happens. 
who had a deep and lasting affection for El Comandante. This is mind-blowing. This could have been written by the Communist Party of Cuba. I know my father was very proud to call him a friend. Oh, I believe that. You are your father's son. That's right. A-hole, Ben A-hole. And I had the opportunity to meet Fidel when my father passed away. It was also a real honor to meet his three sons and his brother, President Raul Castro, during my recent visit to Cuba. Honor. Honor. On behalf of all Canadians. All. Wow. Sophie and I offer our deepest condolences to the family, friends, and many, many supporters of Mr. Castro. We join the people of Cuba today in mourning the loss of this remarkable leader. Holy crow. Now you know the truly bad human being who runs Canada. Well, it all emanates from something, and I know what it emanates from. When you don't stand for anything, someone who stands for something bad will take over. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So what more do you need, man who praises China? Acknowledging it's a dictatorship, but they have the ability to to really push for green policies. And the praise he lavished on Fidel Castro when that monster died. It's all revealing, isn't it? Asking Canadians, what does Canada stand for? It's an interesting question. I don't mean right now even. Ask them 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. See, there's very little turmoil. Peace, order, and good government is one of its mottos, like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is in the United States. So in good times, affluence, and nobody bothers suppressing your liberty, because there's, there's no political, moral tension in the country. But they are not; they were not prepared, as half of America was not prepared. What does America stand for? Conservatives in the United States know, but I call the American Trinity, liberty, 
In God we trust, e pluribus unum, for many one. The sanctity of the individual over the state, a small state. What does Canada stand for? Same thing happened in Sweden. Remember that? The Swedish prime minister was asked, what are Swedish values? Do you remember that? And she said, I don't know. I don't know if there are Swedish values. The prime minister of a country doesn't know if her country has specific values, but I would think that that's true for a lot of countries. And that's that's what opens the 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 way, paves the road, whatever other cliche you can come up with, for bad people to fill the vacuum that has been created in Western countries. You've heard me play many times the New Zealand Prime Minister that uh, if it doesn't come from the government, it isn't true. So I'd like you to hear the New Zealand Prime Minister's latest comments on uh, misinformation. So, uh, you know, actually, I really question the motivation of of what I see down there. So my message in committee would be actually to... How do you fix it? Oh, how how do you fix the issue of misinformation and disinformation? This no, I mean, how do you issue, fi- how do you that fix the... that? How do you fix the anger? How do you fix the, those messages of of violence? And that's people? Maddie, and that's and that's actually it does come back to misinformation. For quite some time now, I've obviously been confronted by protests, and what has stood out to me is that fact that so many are there based on on things that simply aren't true. And so this is an issue that the globe is grappling with um, and we do need to grapple with because seeing people so enraged by things that just aren't true um, is worrisome um, and is something that we are all going to have to confront. Right now, though, obviously a big focus for us is getting New Zealand through the pandemic, getting us safely through. And some of these longer-term issues we are going to have to grapple with in the future. All that is is a justification for censorship. That, that all of that gobbledygook. By the way, this reporter, does he work for her? Yeah, exactly. This reporter is a joke. It's like goading her on to give to give her leftist gobbledygook. Really, everybody demonstrating against you, Prime Minister, is the product of misinformation? Really? How about this for misinformation? that natural immunity is not as good as vaccine immunity. That's not just misinformation. That's a downright lie. It's pure, undiluted lie. Okay? And every, every honest scientist, of whom there are fewer and fewer, acknowledge that. Who, what is the name of the Harvard guy? Kuhlendorf? What, do you know what his name is? I know I'm close, but... No, I'm not sure I get a cigar. Might be a close but no cigar moment. Uh, he he uh, was on Fox News last night. I, I'm not sure he's stating at Harvard. They intimated that he might not be. Close but no cigar. And he was talking about, we have known the power of natural immunity, literally, he said, for thousands of years. It, it is a phenomenon of the lying CDC and the lying FDA and the chief liar Fauci that they would deny that natural immunity 
is stronger than vaccinated immunity. It, it, it is stronger because, among other things, it lasts longer. It is stronger, among other things, because it takes on a whole host of the proteins that create the virus. Whereas the, the vaccine is limited to the specific virus for which the vaccine was made. Kaldorf. Just Kaldorf. Kaldorf? Yeah. Yeah. See if he's leaving Harvard, okay? See what the latest is news on him. Martin, is that his first yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. He, he got a Nobel Prize, I learned last night, uh, in some medical arena. Well, what does he know? He's, he's not the, the CDC or Biden. Misinformation? Hmm. Kids like masks. Is that misinformation? That's the LA Times. Three pieces in the LA Times this past week. An editorial and two opinion pieces about how kids are fine with masks. I played for you yesterday the cheering of kids in Las Vegas when one kid yelled out, no more masks. Fine with masks. Absolutely. I guess it's misinformation that I'm playing for you. Dangerous times. We're not, uh, we're not uh, lost yet, though. just want you to know. A lot of people think about the truth as a beautiful thing to possess. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Well, my friends, I've devoted this hour to Canada and to the communist who runs it, and I mean it literally. I don't throw out terms like the left does, <laughs> that these are Nazi sympathizers, the truckers. They, it's so difficult to fight the left because they usurp all the lies, and they usurp the language so it's it's so hard. They they throw out the worst terms they can if you oppose them. Stalin called Trotsky a fascist. St- the, Trotsky founded the Red Army. Trotsky, along with Lenin, founded the Communist Party, the Bolsheviks. But he, uh, but St- but Trotsky opposed Stalin. And uh, fled to Mexico, where Stalin sent an agent to murder him with an ice pick, which he did. That's that's their modus operandi. That that is what Justin Trudeau is doing to the truckers. You should be scared out of your mind, not of COVID, not of global warming, but of the left. It's the only thing that scares me on this planet is the left. What they're doing to these truckers and the people who sent them money, freezing all of their money, not allowing them, literally not allowing them to function. As I said earlier, this is certainly a lesson in the importance of cash. Cash has a lot of uh, disadvantages, could be stolen, could be lost. 
Where do you keep it? It's tough, but I'll tell you, you should uh, you should keep a lot of cash somewhere, maybe in a vault. But you got to keep it somewhere. The left can do this in America. I don't think they could do it as easily. We have uh, more robust courts. The courts in Canada are a joke. Like the courts in uh, in Cuba were a joke. They just uh, support the left-wing regime as a general rule. It's really sad, but it is not shocking when I think about it. What does Canada stand for? What does America stand for for young Americans? They were never taught it. When you don't teach good stuff, the bad stuff fills the vacuum. I'm Dennis Prager. We continue. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.